Hi there and welcome back. In today's podcast, we look at how to write a good cover letter for a job application. It's a bit longer than my usual episodes and more uncut. Now this cover letter podcast was originally created for designers looking for their first job. However, I think the content is appropriate for many other types of job. I hope you find it useful. It also features in the bonus module of my new online course aimed at helping English learners improve their written English. I'll give you more details of that course at the end of this episode. And just before we begin, please consider supporting me on my Patreon page. I'd like to say a special thanks to my new Patreon supporters. Carmen G, Martalia, Keza, SG, and Jill and Jez. Thank you so much, guys. You can find the link to my Patreon page in the description to this episode. And now on with the podcast, the cover letter. Okay, then. So let's begin. First of all, uh, we need to clarify the difference between a CV or curriculum vitae and a resume. Now, you may have been told in the past that a resume is for the American market and and the CV is for the rest of the world. Well, this is partially true and it does affect the need for a cover letter. The main difference um, between a CV and a resume is a, a CV is generally more complete. It contains a record of your education, your employment history, your achievements. Whereas a resume, although similar, is generally just like one page long and can be modified depending on the job or the position that you are applying for. Um, This is really the main difference between the two. It is true that the resume is mostly asked for in American markets, while around the rest of the world, and specifically in Europe, a CV is required. Now, it can be argued that the resume is more interesting because it's a quick read for an employer, uh, because it's shorter and more in line with the job position. It is particularly useful to an employer when they're advertising a job position with a lot of possible candidates. They will want to find key information about a candidate very quickly and a resume allows them to do this. But here in Europe and other countries, the curriculum vitae are still the norm and they are longer, sometimes more than two pages. So how do you make your application attractive to an employer? How do you show the key information quickly and how you can make it relevant to a particular job? Well, this is where we need the cover letter. So in today's podcast, I'm going to talk to you about cover letters, what they are, why we need them, do's and don'ts when writing a cover letter, and give you some useful phrases you can use. So what is a cover letter? Well, it's basically an introduction where the person looking for a job will give some very short but specific information to the employer about their backgrounds um, and their qualities in line with the job that they are applying for. Now imagine for the employer, I mean some some job positions are more popular than others. So you know they the company may receive hundreds of CVs or resumes and that's a lot of information for people to read through. So the cover letter is 
a shortened version, if you like, of the of the CV, um, but more specifically related, as as I said, to the to the job in question. And this is much easier for employees to read than the whole CV at the beginning. The idea is to keep them interested, so they will actually read your your CV, and then hopefully you'll get an interview as well. So the cover letter is the first step. Hopefully here in this podcast, I'm going to give you some good ideas to follow. But if you have any doubts later, uh, or if you want some templates to to follow, um, feel free to Google it. Go online and put into Google um, templates for cover letter or cover letter templates. There are many available. Okay, so this may seem obvious, but many people make this mistake. Do not open a cover letter with my name is this is really not necessary as your name will always appear at the end of the cover letter um, and the employee does not need to see it at the beginning okay so uh, don't write it at the beginning of the letter okay so the cover letter is separate to the cv even if you send them together do not simply convert the bullet points that you have in your cv into longer phrases in the cover letter that that's really not the point This is your chance to expand on the information from your CV, but keeping it relative to the position that you are applying for. Now, for example, if you were were previously in charge of a web design team in in your previous job, you know, don't just say, in my previous job, I was in charge of a web design. Okay, you know, you can read that in the CV. Instead, uh, make it more specific, more interesting. You could say, well, using my knowledge, research and experience, I led a dedicated design team in the creation of quality web design, always staying up to date or ahead of design trends. Okay, now in that last example, um, what I'm doing is I'm expressing my knowledge. Um, I'm talking about research that that I did and also the fact that I can lead a team. That is a lot more interesting than just saying, well, you know, in my previous job, I did this. So remember, for each position or each job you apply for, pick out the skills and experiences from your CV that best matches the position. Oh, and by the way, cover letters today are pretty much expected for any job you go for in the UK and in the US, and in many cases, multinational companies also. Don't overemphasize your education in a cover letter. Okay, many people tend to focus too much on what they have studied, but the reality in many creative jobs, and certainly in the UK and the US markets, is not so much what you've studied, but what you have done. Okay, this is very, very important. Employers want to know what you can do. So leave the educational background for your curriculum. Maybe you're applying for a first job, so you can't talk about previous work experience or projects you have done. Or can you? Well, you probably wouldn't be applying for the job if you didn't think you had the skills to do it. So although you may not have worked before, you would definitely have used your creativity on many occasions. At school, perhaps you worked on a school magazine, or maybe you did all the artwork at family events. Perhaps you won competitions. There will always be an area of your creative experience that you can talk about. So how can you capture the employer's attention without bragging? Bragging basically means, you know, oh, I'm wonderful. Oh, I'm the best. Oh, I'm incredible. 
Okay, that's what bragging means. Um, now, if you start explaining that, you know, how wonderful, amazing and incredible you are, well, yeah, this kind of is bragging. But then the cover letter, the idea of the cover letter is to try to capture their their interest. Uh, so they will read your CV and then later on give you a job interview. So it's a fine line between what we call bragging and, um, you know, trying to sell yourself. So you may find you need to brag a little. Um, well, for some people, this could be quite difficult. And some people actually prefer to write their cover letter from the perspective of a friend of theirs. So imagine how a friend would talk about your talents and write it down from their point of view. Obviously, later, uh, before sending the letter, you would then need to go back and change all of the subjects. So, you know, instead of saying he or she, then you'd have to put back I. Okay, but this is this is one option and many people do this. Uh, so if you're feeling, you know, a little bit uncomfortable with talking about how wonderful you are, uh, well, that's an alternative. Okay, also avoid generic letters. Okay, that a generic letter is uh, a letter that you just co copy and paste and you send the same letter to everybody, to every employer. Um, you know, really don't do this. Try to keep it personalized as much as possible for each job you're you're going for. Also, try to avoid opening a letter with to whom it may concern or dear sir or madam. All right. Now, in the past, those were very formal ways of opening up a letter or a business letter or a job application. Today, with the Internet, really, you know, it's so easy to, to find, to go online and find the name of the, the person that we want to write to, you know, go into their corporate, the company's corporate web page. Normally, you can find the, uh, the contact name. Um, you know, if you can't, then it's always better to put the job title of the person you're writing to, for example, dear human resource manager or dear head of creativity. Okay, but try to avoid anything too generic. Also, in your letter, don't just talk about how wonderful the position will be for you, you know, how much you want to work in that company. Uh, the employer, he kind of already knows that. Um, but what they're interested in is is a simple question. It's like, well, why should we hire you? So keep that in mind all the way through. So here are a couple of examples of introductions at the beginning of a cover letter uh, for you to consider. Okay, the first one goes like this. I have recently left university and I'm currently looking for my first job. I'm very impressed with the work you do in your company and I would love to be part of that. Okay, that's that's one option. Okay, now compare that with this one having always loved art and design and regularly taking part in, competi in competitions and exhibiting my work i went on to study fine arts at university and i'm now looking to put my talents and what i've learned into practice within a company such as yours for a long time i've been a fan of the work your company produces in particular okay there's quite a difference between the the, the, the two uh introductions both of them grammatically correct there's no mistakes um, but in the first one you're not really giving the employer any information about your abilities previous to studying at university where in the second case you know you, you're talking about you winning competitions uh, always interested in art and exhibiting your work and then you went to university okay so quite quite different there also with a cover letter you can consider the idea of testimonials the idea of um, considering testimonials or reference letters in your uh, cover letter is valid, okay? Um, 
So basically, this, this is something that for most jobs in the UK, in fact, um, most companies will ask you for, for a reference. And you can include that or you can include uh, somebody's email address uh, in your cover letter that they can then contact for a reference. So in your cover letter, don't be afraid to, to write a phrase like this. For more information regarding my work experience, feel free to contact, and then uh, the name of the person uh, that you're giving as a contact, uh, add their email address and the relation to you. The relation part's important. Um, give their job title, perhaps it was someone uh, previously worked with, you previously worked with, or your previous job boss, or I don't know, it could be a teacher. Anyone who can give a testimony for the kind of work that you do and also a testimony about your professional attitude. I'll give you an example of this. Many, many years ago when I was a kid still living in England, um, I just left school and I was applying for, for my first job. So I had no, no references to give anyone from a previous employer. Um, so what I did, I actually wrote the name of a friend of, my, of the family, uh, particularly of my mother who just happened to be a policewoman from, from London, uh, which is, you know, is a great reference. And she actually wrote a very nice letter uh, saying what a level-headed professional kind of person I was and that I would be good for, for any company. And, um, well, because of her, I got my first job. So, you know, anyone's valid. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about levels of formality and informality when writing a cover letter. Um, now, what I would suggest is before you write a letter is always go online, do some research, check out the company that, you, that you're applying for, or the position, um, you know, read their blogs, maybe they got some video feeds, watch their videos, you know, see how they are addressing the people, what kind of voice are they using, are they formal, are they informal, is it a nice friendly mix, and the best advice I can give you really regarding formality is, um, you know, copy. Whatever voice they use, if it's formal, if it's informal, just, um, you know, do the same thing. Okay, so a question people often ask me is, um, you know, how long should a cover letter be? Okay, well, uh, we said before that the resume, if you use a resume, not a CV, that is normally about a page long, and a, a CV can be, you know, two pages or three pages, depending on, on your experience, your history, you know, and the kind of job you're going for. Um, but the cover letter... Um, it should be as short as possible. One page, absolute maximum, okay? Many people will actually say, well, try to limit the number of words to about 250, okay? Um, well, it takes practice, uh, and most people, you know, write a page quite easily, and then they, they have to start editing down. Um, but if you aim for around, I'd say probably about 250, 300 words, and definitely, definitely no more than a page, okay? And the other thing um, about this is formatting, okay? Now, if you're applying for just a regular office job, you know, the, it's going to be a plain page with the normal font or, you know, Times Roman or something like this. Obviously, for creative jobs, you know, you, you know you're creative. You, you want something a little bit more than just black and white text. My only advice would be here to, you know, be as creative as you want, but you... <laughs> You must make sure that the employer can actually read what you're writing, okay? And fundamental. So many times I've, I've received, um, you know, CVs from, from people who are very artistic and the the font blurred into the background color and I just I just couldn't read. 
Um, you know, so just keep it clear, okay? That formatting would be fundamental. Just make sure they can read it. Um, you know, if, if it if it can show a little bit about the kind of person you are artistically, then fantastic, okay? Um, now, I've talked about uh, leaving testimonials, you know, adding someone's address or email address. Um, feel free also to include a link to your portfolio, okay? Um, I, I see absolutely no reason why you can't do this. It's very, you know, it's very simple. It doesn't take up any room. Uh, you can put a QR QR code if you prefer. So QR code or you know an online link to a portfolio. The only thing about portfolios is de again depending on the job you're applying for, you may need more than one portfolio. You know, uh, so keep that in mind, and then send a link or offer a link to the the best the best portfolio. That you think matches the job in question. You may also wish to include some kind of a story in your cover letter. Um, when I say story, I mean, you know, the reasons why you are applying to this particular particular job. Um, perhaps the company inspired you at, at some point in your life before. Um, I don't know it could be a company that that does television or radio advertising and you remember one of these adverts and it inspired you somehow or a poster design um, you know everybody's different but you could explain maybe why this particular company or the particular kind of job you're looking for um, you know was, was is interesting in your life or any difference that it made in your life but if you're gonna do it as I said before remember the length of the letter okay 250 to 300 words, one page maximum. Okay, so if you can tell a story, keep it short, keep it simple. Okay, so we've talked a little um, about things that you that you should write, things that you shouldn't write, um, and some different pieces of advice. And one more very fundamental recommendation um, is is editing. Okay. Uh, many people just finish the letter and then they, they just post it, they send it without reading it back. Now I, I strongly recommend you read it like two or three times yourself, possibly four. You know, make sure that there's no spelling mistakes, um, gram grammatical mistakes, things like that. Because uh, sometimes, as you know, it happens to me, you know, I write very quickly and when I read it back, I'm like, oh, you know, I didn't include all of the words. In my mind, the words were there, but when I wrote it, my mind was working faster than my fingers on the keyboard. Uh, so, you know, don't fall into that mistake and double check through your editing. Uh, another thing you can do is uh, write your original text in a word processor like Word. It, again, it may sound obvious, but many people don't do it. Um, word will tell you if there's a spelling mistake. Uh, you can set the language if you're writing to an American company, then set to US English. If it's a British company, then put UK English. Um, when in doubt, to be honest, these days, if you you know you don't know if it's a British company or an American company, you just know that they want you to communicate in English. Um, although I'm British, I would actually say put the generic U.S. English, okay? Um, but edit as much as possible. Give your give the letter to a friend. Have a friend or family member read it, okay? Well, obviously they need to speak English. Um, <laughs> But have somebody else read it. Show them the job advertisement as well so they can compare your letter with the job advert to see if it matches. Okay. So editing is, is fundamental and it's the you know basically that, that all important final stage. Okay, so let's take a let's take a recap. 
Um, okay, so I said at the beginning, don't open your letter with hello, my name is, okay, don't do that. Um, always try to find the name of the person that you want the letter to, to get to. Um, match your level of, of formality with the, the feel of the company. Okay, remember I said go online, uh, check out their video video blogs, whatever video feeds, blogs, um, you know, get an idea of the kind of formal or informal language they use, and then uh, copy. Um, don't be afraid to brag a little, okay? Um, probably a good idea to avoid words like, you know, wonderful, incredible, awesome. Um, yeah, personally, I wouldn't write those myself. Um, what else? Uh, don't don't send generic letters to to every company. Okay, try to personalize it for each each post that you are applying for. Offer testimonials. Okay, uh, send a link. Offer a link to someone that they can contact uh, to get a bit more information about you. Always a good idea. Um, so the difference between the CV is you get the opportunity with the cover letter to expand on the bullet points of your of your CV okay so you can give more specific information about the skills that you think best suit the job and the last thing as well the fundamental part is the the editing at the end okay so you look at it have someone else look at it and whatever you do don't send it without editing first well, I hope this podcast will help you put together a, a decent and appealing cover letter. And I wish you every success in your, in your job hunting. So this has been Teacher Steve, and I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening. Okay, so as I mentioned, this podcast is also featured on my writing course, which is now available online. I have also included the link to the course in the episode description. And you can also find more info on my webpage. Well, that's going to be it for for this longer podcast today. Thanks so much for listening. Now go and practice some English. And I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Cheers.